Yo, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the very first episode of The Worship Mentor. My name is Caleb, and I am Worship Mentor. Um, I'm really excited to take this journey with you, start this podcast, and um, I'm going to dive in today to a lot of my background, and you're going to know, like, who is this guy? Where did he come from? Why should I listen? Um, things like that. And I'm really, really excited about what God's going to do through this podcast, what he's going to do in you uh, through this podcast as well. So without further ado, let's go. What's up, family? I'm really, really excited to start this podcast. This has been something that God's been dealing with me and my heart for over a year and a half, and I've just been fighting the Lord on this because I've been so afraid. Um, you ever have those moments of vulnerability just right off the bat where you're like, God, if I do this, I'm afraid I'm going to be exposed for who I really think I am, which is like not that good at the thing that I'm trying to do. And so I struggled with this and I fought the Lord for a long time, but no more. We are here. We are here. We are here, ready to go. And um, this is episode one. Thank you so much for joining today. I could not do what I do without you guys uh, to listen. Uh, I hope that this is going to be encouraging for you. And eventually down the road, we're going to get into some some great things, some interviews, some teachings, some uh, things that are just going to be like just humanity moments, more or less, where, where I'm just going to talk about my experience in ministry, um, which is a lot of what we're going to talk about today. Um, so uh, before we go any further, uh, have any more episodes, I just want to take the time to say thank you First and foremost, if any of this content is helpful for you in any shape, form, or fashion, please like and subscribe, share on Instagram, on Facebook, on TikTok, on Twitter, on uh, what's the new one, uh, Threads. Uh, share that anywhere that you can let people know um, if this is going to be encouraging for them or for you. I just thank you so much for, for listening in today. But um, I wanted to give you a little bit of background about who I am and like, why should I even be listening to this guy? Like, who is he? Where'd he come from? Um, so I came from my mom. No, I'm just kidding. I came from Talladega, Alabama. I was born and raised. I have two wonderful parents um, and I have a brother and a sister and I was raised in Talladega, Alabama. Shout out Ricky Bobby and NASCAR even though I'm not really a NASCAR fan at all. Sorry, guys. Um, but I grew up uh, playing sports and going to church and singing. It was pretty much that. So played baseball for 10 or 11 years. Uh, I love, I love, I love, and am a huge fan of Alabama football. Shout out Roll Tide, Nick Saban, and all of the team there. Absolutely huge, huge fan. There's not really much of a choice when you live in Alabama. It's either Alabama or Auburn. And so I fortunately chose the right team. Um, didn't really have much of a choice. It was my parents, you know, leading me to to do that. I think there's a story my mom tells of her being pregnant and my dad was like leaned up against her stomach one day and and my mom was reading a book and she heard my dad whispering something and and she was like, what are you saying? And and my dad was whispering, roll died, roll died. So I did not have much of a uh, much of a choice when it came to what sports team I was going to fall in love with. But I think it's the right one. You know, shout out SEC, everybody. It's great. Um, so with that. Um, I was a little bit of my church background, like I was raised up in church, 
like I said, didn't have much of a choice. It was like, hey, here's what we do. And my parents were very committed and still are very committed to the local church and serving. And it instilled in me like, oh, this is what I'm supposed to do in, in life. This is just what you do. Um, you, you do all these other things in life, but you serve the local church first and foremost. foremost. And I uh, did a little bit of anything and everything. Like I remember at one point my mom was janitor of our church and we were replacing trash can liners and uh, scrubbing toilets during the week. And then we would come in on Sunday and I would help run sound for our youth room or run uh, like, do you remember the old transparencies? Um, like the, you just slide them on and it just hope that they didn't like slide off on the other end. And the whole church is watching you as you do this terrified and hopeful that you can get the words not upside down or not backwards. It was a whole process, man. Like thank, thank the Lord for pro presenter. Um, and, and all the wonderful technological advances that we have made since then. Cause good night. That was a, that was a scary thing, but, um, grew up doing a little bit of anything and everything in the church. And then eventually, um, six, seven years old, uh, got thrown into singing and my dad and his brothers were Southern gospel quartet group. I'm talking like Bill Gaither, vocal band, homecoming crowd, that, that style of music. And I was raised in all of that. So um, to anyone who knows what I'm talking about, the old school Southern gospel, I'm talking about like Sandy Patty, uh, Larnell Harris, the Kingsman, Gold City. I'm talking some old school gospel music. And um, that's what I was raised up in. And uh, our church, we, we sang from the hymnal. We sang a couple of choruses. Uh, Shout to the Lord. Woo-woo. Uh, w- way back then. And then uh, eventually in the musical process, um, I got to be a teenager and me and my best friend and my brother, um, I bought my brother a bass guitar and um, I found a, a guitar in my friend's house and I was like, hey, can I borrow this? I don't know how to play it, but I want to learn. And I found a guitar chord book in our house, which is really weird because nobody in my family played guitar. It was it was just this weird thing. And so it just happened to be there. And I taught myself a couple of basic chords. And then knowing that I knew how to sing and my my buddy uh, picked up the drums and we started like the very first band at our church, little little youth uh, worship band, worship team. And it was just me, my brother and my, my friend. And then eventually we convinced our church uh, through s- some way, I have no idea, um, but convinced them to get a uh, an electric drum set. And so we started, uh, that was the only way we could have drums on stage at the church. And we started to lead worship. And before too long, some people started to notice like, hey, Caleb has a gift for this. It's not just like, oh, he's, he's an okay singer, but it's like, the spirit of God is like on his life to do this thing. So I ventured it more and more into leading worship. I honestly didn't want to be a worship leader. I honestly thought I was going to like, cause I love to, at this point as a teenager, I wanted to write songs and be a Christian recording artist, go to Nashville and do all of that. Little did I know that that God, God had different plans for my life um, in that 
And I'm so thankful because I love, absolutely love where I'm at today. But fast forward to today, I am, you know, married with three kids, uh, almost 13 years of marriage, 34 years old, and I get to work my dream job by being a worship leader at Elevation Church. And I, this is the best thing I've ever been a part of, and I can't believe that um, I get to do what I get to do. It's honestly crazy. Um, but the journey that God has taken me on to get here has not been like clean, cut, and dry, as I'm sure most people would understand, like life has its bumps and bruises along the way. And even though I gave my life to Christ at an early age of 10, um, I found myself struggling with an addiction early on that I didn't understand. And it took a toll on my life because not only did I not understand what it was or where it originated from, there was so much shame and guilt that I began to carry around as a, a teenager, young teenager, when I'm doing all these good things in the community and I'm doing these good things in my church and I'm singing and I'm helping to lead worship. And then I would go home and I would just feel crushed by all of the shame that I carried around because I, there's this secret thing that nobody really knew about that I was I was holding on to. And I don't know what that's like um, for you guys, if, if there was something like that in your life. But I, I can tell you, I didn't handle it well. I was isolated. I didn't know how to, how to talk to anybody about it. I didn't know what this thing was. And I remember eventually it came to a place where like I just exploded. And I was like, I don't know what to do with this thing. Somebody help me. And I don't think anybody really knew how to help me. They... They thought maybe if we just prayed over him or if we just, you know, uh, offer some su suggestions, maybe that would help. But it wasn't until um, I, you know, fast forward, I got married. Um, my wife, Brittany, is the most amazing human being in the world. Um, I love you, babe. She and she has put up with my craziness for uh, 17 years now. We've been married for 13, dated for a couple years before that. We have three amazing kids, Kendall, Charlie, and Leo. They're 11, 9, and 6, um, and they are the joys of my life. And um, it would not be the case. We would not be where we are at if it were not for... Um, certain people that were in our lives. Uh, Brittany and I moved to Cincinnati, Ohio. We were um, uh, involved in, on, on staff at a church there in that area. And I was the worship leader. And I remember telling my pastor, hey, this is something that I've struggled with in my life. You know, can you help me overcome this? Can you help me hold me accountable to this? Can you, you know, whatever I could do. And I remember there was a point in time where I just couldn't do it anymore. And he through a mutual friend reached out and I was able to go through a three month long intense recovery program that absolutely changed my life. And God did a miracle in my life through that three month process where my wife and I were not sure if we were going to stay together. Uh, we were not sure if we were going to have any more kids. We had one kid at the time and it was just a very hard season of life. But um, if you find yourself in that same position where you may have something hidden in your life or you may have something that you feel a lot of shame for and you don't know who you can talk to, um, I can tell you this much. Uh, recovery doesn't happen in isolation, but it happens in community. And unless I had the group of people around me that I did, I don't know where I would be today. So 
I am so grateful to God uh, for bringing me through to the place where I am now in a place of health. And not only do I get to do what I do as a worship leader now at Elevation Church, but I also get to invest into the lives of other men and women that need grace in their life, that need God in their life. And I can't tell you what it does for me to know that God chooses to use the broken things about me, not the perfect, not not that there's any perfect, but like not the, the things that appear perfect in my life, but all of the broken things, the, the messed up parts, the parts that I'm not so sure about. God, are you sure you want to use that? Um, you know, I think about Moses when he was like, God, I don't speak so well. Like, how, how are you going to use me? And um, I think about Gideon hiding in the wine press. And I th- think about everyone that God used in the Bible. It wasn't through their strength, but through their weaknesses that God's strength was made known. So that's what I hope and pray that my life is like at the end of the day when I lay my head down on the pillow at night, I can rest assured that that God is using my life through my weakness. And so I'm going to boast all the more about the fact that I'm not strong enough without him. And I'm grateful for where God has me now in this life. So that's a little bit about me. And I am grateful to be able to go on this journey with you uh, as we uh, embark in this thing called the Worship Mentor. Um, I hope that you have enjoyed today's episode and I look forward to uh, catching you guys next time. Well, that'll do it for today. But before we go, I wanted to encourage you, please like and subscribe if you loved this content today. And then also, please go share. Let people know through Facebook, Instagram, threads, all the things. Let people know that the Worship Mentor is a thing. Um, I love you guys. Can't wait to see you next time.